Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge. We lock the door and we air our grievances with the world. And listen, any grievance is a good grievance. It can be big. It can be small. It can be frivolous. I don't care. It's your problems. And that, that let me just say this. This is your motivational mo- moment of the day. Your problems are real problems. I don't care what they are. I'll sit here. I'll give you my listening ear. You're in the lounge, baby. Piano's playing. I got my guests here. We're here to let you know that you have a right to be disgruntled. I love that word, disgruntled, because it sounds how you feel. We and it may it, you say it right now, disgruntled. It's as if it's coming out of your. That word comes literally from your anus of anger. And I love it. And you're allowed to be disgruntled here in the, in, 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 the, in the luxury lounge. And I want you to keep sending in your luxury lounge complaints. Podcast at gmail.com. Title it luxury lounge. Next to luxury lounge, give me a dash and then a little taste, a sprinkle. Give, give, Papa, give Papa a taste of what it's going to be about. So luxury lounge dash, ba-da-da-da, to give me a title. Give me a warning. What are you going to be complaining about? What's your disgruntled moment? And then let's keep let's keep the the complaints to take your thumb and your pointer finger and spread them as far away as possible while making a box the the corner of a box make a, that's how big your complaint should be that's my luxury lounge complaint your complaints are a little bit wordy okay so let's keep it to that little box that I'm talking about on your fingers and keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. A little taste of it. Ba-da-da-da. And then I want you to screenshots. Visuals help on this podcast. And I get it. Jared, you're asking for a lot. That could be your Luxury Lounge complaint. Jared, you, you, you know, I came here for a, a good listen and you gave me homework. Yeah, I'm your teacher. I'm strict but fair. I want to make sure you leave this classroom with everything you need to go through life. But that's going to be both of us doing some work. I'm going to be putting out the podcast. I'm here in Sacramento, California. We're taping on the road. That's right. I'm on the road, people. Love the road. Love it. I love when you guys come to the shows. So fantastic. San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Salt Lake City, Utah, Kansas City, Missouri, Denver, Columbus, Newark, Nashville, Dayton, Albany. They're all coming down the pike. JaredFree.com for tickets. And let me tell you right now, bring a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, just like this podcast. Bring a friend. And listen, this is the problem. Nobody wants to be forced to taste something. If someone says to me, Jared, you got to try this. I go, well, I'll try it my own time. Don't tell me what to do. So that happens with maybe you enjoy this show. I'm sure you've said to someone, hey, this guy he just complains, and it's so much fun to listen to. And your friend's like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. Bring that friend to a show. That's that's where we get them into the podcast, the shows. The shows, the shows, the shows. JaredFree.com for tickets. Come on out. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, first time uh, in the J-Train universe. First time in the lounge. Hilarious comic. He has a Netflix special that is streaming right now. He's part of the stand-ups season three, which is on your Netflix right now. Literally, you can pause this, add it to your queue, so to speak, and you can get to know the person that you're going to watch do a half hour of hilarious stand-up comedy. What a beautiful gift. I've given you something to do tonight. So the stand-up season three, he's fantastic. He's hilarious. Dusty Slay, thank you for coming on. All right. We're having a good time. Thanks for having me. So excited to have you. We, you know, we go back a little bit. I remember meeting you when you were doing like, I think you did the Tonight Show for the first time and you came around New York and, you know, you're not the usual New Yorker. You know, yeah, stand out in New York. You know, no one's <laughs> buying that I'm born and raised there. You know, I thought that would always be fun to say when people go, you're not from around here. Huh? I go, yeah, born and raised New York City, New York City, Upper West Side. Yeah, <laughs> their eyes would literally come out of their skull. You're from <laughs> you. And, and I remember meeting you. you. You know, everyone should go follow Dusty on TikTok or Instagram at Dusty Slay. Uh, the, the Netflix season three of the stand ups, which 
How has it been? This is this is the dream. Congratulations. The special's fantastic. You're hilarious. We the you know, people go, you gotta have a Netflix, but you got you got the, the that's like the golden ring. That's the thing that, you know, mom and dad and family and cousin, it's 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 validation to the people who deserve the validation the least, I would think. The people who don't really care that much. You know, like it's the person who doesn't know stand up that finally thinks you started a day ago. How has that been? What's that experience been like? Because I, I think that's the like right you know, and back in the day it was do Letterman or Tonight Show. Now it's more Netflix or maybe Rogan, I guess, is 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 the thing. So how has it been? How do you feel? Yeah, it's always like that. Everything that you get, everything is like, oh, you got to get this now. Now that you've got this, you got to get this now. I thought I would be famous the moment I did a late night, you know, yes. and now I've done four late nights and um, and I'm not famous. I like to say <laughs> that I'm very famous because it's fun to say, but I. Netflix has been great. I thought I had in my mind that the moment it aired, I would yes. be bombarded with followers and I would lose control. And I, I looked at that in a negative way and that I would lose control of everything and everything would be taken over. And I woke up the morning after Netflix aired and no one had followed me. But <laughs> so, so I was like relieved, but also like, oh, no one. And yeah. then but it's been a slow build. It's like every day there's more followers and it just builds. And it's like that's manageable for me. So that's the I, way I want it to be. I, I'm excited for you because what a like a cool. I think that's the way I agree with you. Maybe it's not the way we imagine it, but it's the way you end up wanting it. You know where you go. You know, you don't want that part in the movie where it's like, and this is the the pinnacle, and it's all going to come crashing down from here. This is the the part of the movie where, what is the movie with Johnny Depp where he's doing drugs, and you're like, they're like, it could, like they go, like the voiceover is like, it couldn't have ever been better than that, and then it's like the next scene, like shit goes, oh the, yeah, the, like the, the blow house of, or blow. fear and loathing, yes. yeah, either yes, one, yes. But I I I would say to you, the the stand up season three, the one thing about it is. It, they made it episodic, which I don't think if I could go to Mr. Netflix, I'd be like, hey, why don't we just sprinkle these all on the main feed? You know, like, do, do you ever have that thought? Like, like they got to go to like what episode are you? What, you, what, what number? Episodes? Well, I think I'm episode five. Which okay. feels like a bad spot to be, you know, <laughs> when, when it feels like the worst checks. Spot. Because if you're in a movie and you're the first name that mm. says, hey, you're the really important person. And mm. then if you're the last name, it's like, oh, you're the most important. You're important, too. Yes. So we didn't want to put you second. We like to say and this person. But yes. the five spot feels like that's the worst spot. Someone had to eat the checks they gave them yes. out in the, you know, it is the check drop spot. It, and you know what? But these like the standups isn't meant to be watched half hour, half hour. Half, like, you know, I don't think it's meant to be binge watched. I don't think standup is really goes down that way. Like people got to come like I want people to go directly to Dusty Slay and yeah. click on you before going to, the, you know, like give it its moment. Yeah. And I think the five spot is a real blue collar spot. I think that's <laughs> where I like to be. You know, well, that's what you represent. You. Yeah. And I think this is a good spot for you in the luxury lounge. I think hearing from your perspective, you, you live in Nashville, right? Yes. You live in Nashville. And, you know, did was there, you know, your sensibilities. You have people that are like, I'm sure you have people that are like, finally. Someone that sounds like me. On Do you have that a lot? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm getting a lot. And people love it. And that's what I'm all about. My my song, my walk on song. I did Working Man's Blues by Merle Haggard. Mm. Uh, it got approved by the Haggard family or whoever approves these things. And uh, yeah, I love it. I mean, that's my spot. You know, I did a live taping with you at Zany's in Nashville mm -hmm. and your podcast about dating. And my wife came to the show. My wife never comes to the shows and she comes to the one where we're supposed to talk about dating. And I was like, oh, this is the worst show for you to say. Dude, I totally forgot you came on the show. We did the live. This was years ago. Yeah, this was a while back. Yeah. Holy, I apologize. No, I, no. I, 
it's okay. You, uh, because you were like, ask me like the first question you go, you asked me about dating and I go, well, I'm married. And, um, <laughs> and it felt like the energy, I felt like I killed all the energy, but it came back. I'm a slow burn. Uh, I, people don't always like me right away. I like to, I like, to, I like to bring people into what I'm doing. Well, listen, I have to thank you. And I, I didn't prep you this before this people know, I did the Tonight Show in November, and the reason I did it is you got COVID. Yes, that was that was the uh, they called in the righty. They were like, "We need you," and this well, was I, the night before. I go, "What happened?" They go, so "The person supposed to do it got COVID." I was like, "I have to know who that person is." Well, you know what? That's funny. I didn't know that they would ever say that. So I didn't want to bring it up. But it's like <laughs> I went to I was like, well, I couldn't do it. And I was a little bitter about it. And then I was like, well, who's doing it? And then I saw it was you. And then I watched and I was like, I like Jared. And that was a really funny set. So <laughs> I love you. it. But, and you ended up doing it late, you know, later. Yeah, yeah, so I got rescheduled. You got rescheduled because sometimes you get like, like, listen, I've had that happen to me. Like, so in my process of doing the Tonight Show, it was it was going to I had been approved pre pandemic and then pandemic happens and all of a sudden you're not approved, you know, like things changed. So I know that feeling of like and I remember thinking, like, I guess that's down the river. Like, what am I going to do? And then I had this and then I got approved again, so to speak, with, you know, just like we know, but the audience might not know you have to, like, submit the material, make sure that it's OK to go. And then it was like, okay, you'll do it sometime. And I didn't have a date. And then legit got a call at 1230 at night, but, you know, in the morning, so to speak. And it's like, you know, COVID happened. And I was like, I knew COVID wasn't all that bad. You know, I was like, I yes. <laughs> I knew there was going to be some some good that could come out of this for the country, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got some positive sides. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. I, you know, and for me, Michael Cox kind of let me run. Uh, he, he was like, I, you know, I, I know your material. I know you're going to be good for it. So just send me a tape when you have it done. So I worked on this video five mm -hmm. minute set and then I sent it to him and I had like a Jeffrey Dahmer joke in there that mm. didn't get approved. I guess it was a pretty edgy joke for me okay. and it didn't get approved. So not doing it when I did gave me a few extra weeks to work on the set. So it worked so, out for both of us. I think it worked out both ways. Cause I need, I remember when I got the call, it was like, you can, can you do it tomorrow? And I got out of bed, went to the comedy cellar and did one spot and bombed. And I was like, I like, I got on the computer, like by the light of the computer, I'm tap 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 to get get a better joke in there for the end to get it approved so it, i i needed a stick kind of nudging me like hey get this done now as opposed oh like, yes I don't work well under the yeah you'll do it when you do it in in, in, that, in, in my world that means yeah I'll, I'll wait until the night before to get ready for this thing so yes it, it worked out yeah, I mean, anything that you can do to keep from preparing, that's what I like to do. Like, I find that if I got to prepare a set, I'll suddenly fold the clothes I've been needing to fold. You know? I find other things to do that I don't want to do to make me feel better about the thing that I'm not doing. Yes, yes I, I, yeah, I, I didn't a move. I didn't practice my set, but I cleaned up the house. Right. Yeah, yeah. That had to be done the last two months. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's do that now when when the, when the chips are on the table. So listen, I'm pumped to have you here, Dusty. I, I, I apologize. I remember that now, the live show. That was like a so long ago. You know, it's like pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. I feel like it was another world then. But uh, yeah. everyone... Yeah, the world ended in 2020, I think, and somehow we're just uh, living here. I don't know what happened, but it's not the same. Yeah, we're living inside a snow globe, you know, that in someone's dream, I guess. So, yes, someone told me that, you know, the prediction of the Mayan calendar was that the world was to end in 2012. And they were like, that happened. And what's happened after that is this <laughs> this thing that we've been living in. Just Man, that someone just got freaked out. They're like, the worst day of my life was in 2012. Oh, my God. You know, like everyone, once you can connect the dots looking backwards, like you can make any story work. Yeah, you know, and I quit drinking in 2012. So it's almost like an episode of Lost where like suddenly <laughs> everything's better for me now, but it's because yeah. I'm dead. 
<laughs> well, I'm happy things have, have turned up since the death, and everyone needs to go follow Dusty Slay at Dusty Slay on Instagram and TikTok. But most importantly, let's get on the Netflix uh, stand-ups season three. Have a Dusty Slay viewing. Don't make him number five. Let's make him number one. That's he, He's on this show. We got to go on there, and the special is hilarious. You're going to love it. So you're in the luxury lounge. I'm going to do my complaint, and then we'll get to yours. Is that okay? That sounds great. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. My complaint is I am here in Sacramento, California, about to do a weekend of shows. You, you've been to the, this club here, right? I've never been to Sacramento. You, so it is the state capital. It is very, you know, I think when we travel places, it's either party city, it's capital city, or it's nothing city. And, you know, like this yes, is yes. very much government bu- building city. And oh, yeah. So it's as far as places to stay, they don't, I would say there's very few. It's not like you have your choice of a million hotels. It's just like, and I'm a Marriott Bonvoy user. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. collecting points. I'm big on the points game. And so I go on the app and book my hotel so I can make sure I get all the points. And then there's a level of hotel that I enjoy. It's one of my favorite levels of the Marriott collection. It's their autograph collection. Okay. And they're like boutique hotels and they're all priced. I would say the price point is like $250 is like what what the average price point, which is a pretty fair for a hotel that's going to be above bad. Okay. It's going to be good. So yes. I get here, I get here, um, Sacramento, when you, f- I came here from LA, when you come from LA, I, the last time I was in Sacramento, there's, I fly Delta again for the points. So I'm locked into Delta flights. They do like three flights a day, LA to Sacramento. Someone else must own that route apparently, because that's very few routes for a Delta company to do between two cities when they're like an hour apart. I would have expected more like Boston and New York. Every hour we're going to Boston and New York. This three different flights. I had the last time I was here, I flew from L.A. and I have like a form of PTSD because I got delayed so much in L.A. that I missed my Thursday show in Sacramento the last time I was here. So that's in my head. So I was like, I'll do the first flight out, which is my normal move anyways. So I get on a 7 a.m., 8, 8 a.m. flight. I get here at 9 a.m. I get to the hotel, and they're like, there's no rooms. Okay, fine. At 9 a.m., I get that. That's understandable. Maybe post, you know, in COVID times when hotels are a little bit less busy, I've been getting away with a lot of shit. Like, I've been getting to hotels early, and they've had rooms recently. So this is a little bit new for this 2022. So I go, no problem. They go, give us your number, and we'll call you once it's ready. The minute you give your number and the call you once is ready, we have made a deal. We have made, like, you know I'm here. I got here at 9 a.m. I didn't come here from my house down the street. I'm only checking in at this time because it was a necessity to check in at this time. So I give my phone number, I give my bags, and I walk away. I go to a coffee shop. Now it's 10 o'clock. Now it's 11 o'clock. And I'm sitting here going, ah, I just want to check. You know, I want to get a nap in before Dusty comes on. I want to get this going. Yes. And you have to now time out because of this Karen, you know, boogeyman that we've created. No one wants to be a pain in the ass. So I'm like, when do I call? Now it's 12 o'clock. And I go... You got to have something. Someone got out of there. Someone checked out. And I call them and I go, hey, just want to see if my room's ready. And they go, yep, ready to go. 
And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they never call. No one's going to call you. No one's going to call. And and the thing is, it's it. this creates Karens because now next time this happens to me, I'm going to go. They never call. And I'm going to start calling every half hour on the half hour because I want to get ahead. I needed them to acknowledge that they made a mistake to be. And we live in the time of no one takes the loss. No one goes, oh, I screwed up because I screwed up would tell me, okay, at least I know I'm not crazy. I go and I had to say something. I couldn't hold back. They go, yeah, room's ready. And I go, and I, you know, you want to say something, but you don't want to like get mad at someone because I'm getting my room in seven minutes anyways. Like I'm going to walk back and get my room. So I go. You guys had my number. Nobody called. And just to like say, like, like, give me satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I go, and I go, nobody called. And they go, well, no, I, your room just came up. And I go, the minute I called is the minute. <laughs> perfect the timing. Minute, perfect time. <laughs> You're telling me I called the minute. It just poop. There it is. The minute, like, there's something didn't happen here. Either you just didn't stay on it, which, like, if me, every, like, I would have a system in place where the cleaning people, they go room ready and they're throwing the ball to the front desk people and then they go down the list and boom, give them a call. Like, that's an easy setup. And I just need, and I don't need, like retribution. I just need her to say, you know what? We should have called. Do you know what? I, and, and yeah, just a little acknowledgement, just some good old fashioned early 2000s customer service. Yes. And, and tell me, I, you know what? I screwed up. I should have. And I, I, that would have made me. And I do think this is like a, a metaphor for a lot of things. Like this is happening everywhere. Nobody goes, I screwed up. You know what? I had this opinion once. My opinions changed. And that's okay. And you know what? Now I've seen the error of my ways. We, because, and I know what they're afraid of. They're afraid of, well, get me to the manager. I need something for free now. <laughs> right, right. You know? yes. like, and, and yes. So like now I'm just being lied to. Yeah, because, yeah, if they go, you know what? I messed up. Yeah, then you'll, you'll leave a review and leave their name and say this person messed up. Not we, that you'll do it, but that's I, what they're afraid of. That, the, again, another boogeyman. Like, yes. they're afraid of a, igniting you. And it's like, we all have to fucking calm down. We all have to let apologies happen. Like, then there's this thing, well, you're only apologizing because you got caught. Yeah, that's how apologies work. <laughs> I, right. was, yes. I yes. was told that I fucked up and I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I yeah, hope I don't do it again to you. Yeah, no one goes, hey, listen, I know you didn't catch me, but I want to let you know that I've done something wrong and I'm sorry about it. Yeah, we're all not an AA. Like, we're not going around to people just apologizing for no reason. Like, and yes. sometimes we try to get away with shit and it works out in our favor. Like, if, if you know, and if, listen, if they had called me a half hour after the room was ready, I would have thought, wow, they really got ahead of things. Thank God. They, the minute, the, in my mind, the minute the room came up, they called. If they had called yeah. me first and it's like, nope, I called you first. I win the game of tag. Now look at me and say, hey, I'm sorry about that. I've wasted yeah. your day. Well, it's 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 everything is the car mechanic now because that's what happens. You call. They go, give us your number. We'll call you when your car is ready. And then they never call. You call and they go, yep, it's ready. And, <laughs> and you know, it's like, oh, OK, well, I've been waiting for you to call because I don't want to be rude. Yeah. You know, but hotels, COVID has ruined everything. I went to the front desk of a hotel to get a bowl because I like to eat cereal in the room. Mm. So I go, hey, can I get a bowl? And he goes, oh, you know, we got rid of bowls because of COVID. And then the next morning I went to breakfast and I got a bowl. There's tons of bowls. We didn't need to give people the excuse. We Yes. And, and 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 it's all and this comes up a lot. COVID excuses comes up a lot on this podcast because we're all going through it at the same time and we're all seeing it happen. But the problem is you can never look at them in the eye and go, No, that's not how give me the science. Give me the science right. and the data that goes alongside bull infestation, COVID yeah. diseases due to bulls. 
Yeah, it's like you're telling me you're not washing these bowls around here. <laughs> He's, we got, he goes, we got rid of everything you can touch because of COVID. I'm like, oh, like the door handle. <laughs> towels. You got rid of towels. We're just anything you can touch. Uh, uh, another comic I know said that he was at a hotel that got rid of the alarms in the room because of COVID. It's like, in what world? Like, in what world is an alarm? Ah, yeah, grandma died because she set the alarm at the hotel. Like, these are risks that we're now assuming that when you leave the house. We have to allow, and what they're doing is they're saving money. They're saving money oh, yeah. by, and making it our responsibility. Well, my, my, I, I don't know if you still hear me. My, my, whole, hear system is, my whole system is crashing. Um, that, could be my com- that could be my complaint, but then it would just be a real complaint. You know, but uh, <laughs> these I are went real. to a, I, Okay, I hold on. I in a hotel the other day. They, they, they che- I checked into the hotel. They gave me my key. I went up to the room. The key didn't work. They were mm. all at the front desk playing games. They were rude to me, but they were all playing and having fun with each other. Mm-hmm. So then I go back down and I go, the key didn't work. So they, they swiped it again. And then I went up and then I opened the door. And when I opened it, there was another couple in there. They were like, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> and it was like, you know, I'm in Chattanooga. So we have, you know, we have a little conversation. We don't get into a fight. I go, hey, they gave me the wrong key. But then I go, I have to go back down another time. No one's really apologetic. They're just like disgusted that it's happening. Yeah. Well, th- what were they playing? You said they were just playing. Like, well, just with each walk other. Up on know? a bunch of school kids in the. Yeah, they're all you know, you know the Seven Eleven with each other, and everything's fun, and we're having a good time. And dude, this happened to me. Same deal, except they were training someone. So you get the two-headed monster of front desk people. So everything's taking extra time like they never say to you hey sir do you mind if we train while you come to the desk so i go i go to check in and then she goes and now give him the key and the guy gives me the key and then i get it and i get in the elevator no room number on the key so i'm just going to the 10th floor (laughs) like what am i doing i'm not and then i had to go back down and they go i go hey i don't have the room number they go Okay, so now and now the woman looks at the guy. You got to write down the room number, and it's like, how about apologizing to me? Your <laughs> right, your fucking right. obstacle course that you're using to train people for the real world, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not trying to train your staff. If I'm no. the trainer, how about a little bonus for me? <laughs> yeah, like take it off the room. Give me a free water. So listen, you know, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you the trick to letting them uh, check in early. The trick when you show up. The trick is you got to look like me. And yes. then when they go, we don't have a room ready for you. You go, okay, no problem. I'm just going to be sitting right here in the lobby. So whenever <laughs> that room comes open, I'll be here. I'll and then be watching. They're like, you know what? Let's get this guy out of the lobby. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah, if you, I'll be sitting. I'll be watching. I don't even got a phone to look at. I'm just going to look at you. And yeah. guess who's guess who's not going on Instagram for the next two to three hours? Because <laughs> I'll be here watching you like a manager. Yeah, I'll just be sitting here looking like a homeless man. And if you want to get me out of here, get me a room. Let's go to your complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, Dusty, what's your complaint? Well, you know, well, I think my complaint is this whole system I got going. I got a system here that you plug a microphone into. There's headphones. And it's it's got all these lights on it. It's shiny and everything Mm. looks great, but nothing's working. And then I spilled water all over the desk and then it leaked through the desk and got into the carpet. And now my socks are wet and, you know, all because I just want the thing that I paid for to do the one thing it's designed to do. That's the thing. You're 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 sitting at a desk from my end. And when if people go on the Instagram, they can go to the video that I posted of this episode it looks like a very professional setup from this end, from this angle. And it looks like money has been put in because I can even see I have one of those microphone holders except mine 
you have to place the microphone holder like at the right angle or else it just topples over and it's like oh, why yeah. did i even get this if it why does it even exist if the ability to topple over exists and my desk doesn't allow for that like hinge one to clip on because the desk is too thick so i am sitting at a desk where i do understand where from the angle that people are seeing it all looks fine but if they saw it the big picture, it would just look like a bomb had went off because I'm literally balancing everything by a string to make it come together. Oh, yeah. And every yeah, yeah, exactly. And then everything you buy this and you're like, oh, but now I need this cord. And then now yes. I got this cord. and Oh, but now now I need this. And then by the time everything comes in that you need, now you got to buy a new computer because it's out of date. And, and also, we didn't go to school for this. All of us are tasked with being like sound mechanics in our own home. And it's like, you know, there was no stand-up comedy college where one of the classes was taping your podcast from home. So yeah. we're all just fucking guessing and trying to figure this thing out on the fly because we it's a necessity to be able to go on Zoom and go talk about your luxury complaints with Jared Freed. Yeah, I mean, Netflix uh, Netflix sent a crew to my house to do a thing that will be coming out later on YouTube, and they brought so much equipment to set up that I instantly realized, oh, this is why nothing I have works. Because you have a three-man crew setting <laughs> yeah. up all of your equipment, and I'm just trying to talk into a microphone. With full educations on how to do that thing. Absolutely. You ever talk to a sound engineer and they're like, oh, it's so easy. All you need is da -da 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 -da. and it's like a million things. And I'm like, oh, OK, I'm lost from the beginning. I hate when people use their own jargon to tell you about their job. Like, yes, you got to do the translation as well. And it's like this is why you didn't go into communications. You went into what you do because you didn't realize that I don't know what an XLR code you know cord is or whatever and it's like they start talking about did you do did you did you did you put it up that this volume number and you're like i don't know anything you're talking about you have to talk to me like i'm a baby yeah i have four volumes here everything's got a volume <laughs> Everything. uh, you know what's happening and and then you know i i got this system and i do all these radio call-ins and a guy was like oh i can never hear you when you're on the radio and i'm like why did I get any of this? What am I doing? I think that I'm now broadcasting through the laptop mic with I got a I got a camera over here that costs a lot of money, but I'm using the laptop camera. Well, like, it's it's interesting because like people talk about being a comedian in like the 80s and there's like things that I could never do in the 80s. Like I could never go to a town without like being able to Google eater best restaurants in town I'm in. Like, I couldn't do that. But then, you know, comes with it, with, with great, you know, power comes great responsibility. Those comics in the 80s could go to bed at 5 in the morning, wake up at 7 at night, do the show, done. And their biggest problem was, I got to go to do a radio show once during the day. We, because we, you know, we're lucky enough to have the internet... But we also, that means you got to have a full-time job during the day in a sound studio in your home so that you can participate in this world. Yeah, and then you got to create a poster and you got to share some videos and you yeah. got to put some content <laughs> out and you got to film yourself. Oh, what am I doing in the hotel room today? Oh, I'm in this town. Look at this. Isn't this funny? And then <laughs> or you got to hire a social media team that costs uh, more money than I thought I would ever make. And now I'm paying <laughs> so people can post videos of me. The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Pendulum. If you're a listener with type 2 diabetes, Pendulum is here to add another tool to your arsenal. A healthy gut microbiome is key to a healthy lifestyle, and now we're learning about the connection between your gut microbiome health and type 2 diabetes. Pendulum Therapeutics is the first and only biotech company to isolate an important beneficial bacterial strain. It's called Acromancia, and put that strain into a probiotic capsule. Pendulum Glucose Control is the first and only medical probiotic that's designed Designed with clinically shown efficacy to manage A1C and blood glucose levels through the health of your microbiome. Pendulum is formulated and bottled in the U.S. with the highest safety and quality standards and non-GMO project verified. 
take care of your long-term health, get the probiotic rooted in the latest microbiome science from Pendulum. Visit PendulumLife.com. Use code JTRAIN for 20% off your purchase. That's P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M-L-I-F-E.com. Promo code JTRAIN for 20% off. Feel in control of your levels, not the other way around with Pendulum. The J Train Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? For me, working out or buying some new sneakers is an investment in myself. Also, just taking a walk. This month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of yourself, your most important relationship, and then that's the one with yourself. I'm telling you right now. We, we, we do this, we are our own vessel. So you're like, ah, it's me, I'm fine, I'll be okay. And, and then we look over the things that we need, like going to a doctor, getting a haircut, just little things. And it's like, what gets in the way is leaving the house. What gets in the way is, who do I go to? What gets in the way is, you, you know, we're hard on ourselves. Well, I'll take care of it later. Well, this is, better help is an opportunity to take care of it now. Whether it's hitting the gym, making time for your haircut, or even trying therapy, you are your greatest asset. And so invest the time and effort into yourself like you do for other people. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. See, they're taking all of that stuff out of the way that is just stuff. And it's stuff that we... You know, we, we're, we're too hard on ourselves and we're like, ah, oh, not today. I don't want to look at someone. No, no, no. BetterHelp has made it easy. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. The J Train is sponsored by BetterHelp and listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash J Train. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash J Train. Listen, we're pumped to have you. This is all part of the social media scheme that I've put together. So make sure everyone go watch Dusty Slay on Netflix, season three, episode five. So you know where to find them. Um, and at Dusty Slay on Instagram and TikTok. You ready to do some complaints? I'm ready. I, I feel like that this has been pretty therapeutic for me. Dude, I feel it, like you you really understood me in a real way, and this has been a lot of fun. That's what this show's all about. Luxury lounge complaint. Curbside gas lighting. Jared and guests, luxury complaint here. I live in super south Texas where the only place you can buy groceries are Walmart and a grocery store that I believe is only in Texas called H-E-B. Are you familiar, Dusty, a, a man of the I south? Bet. I've been to the Heb before. We don't have them around here, but I have seen them and I've been inside of them. Are they nice grocery, bad grocery, regular? What is it? I found that, that it to be regular. I would go there over the Walmart grocery store any day, but grocery stores are town to town. True. I do curbside pickup and I usually don't have issues, but today I got home, put my groceries away and started making dinner only to realize that they left out six cans, uh, that they left out six cans, a carton of chicken broth and a tube of tomato paste. Obviously, this is annoying in itself as the point of curbside is to save me time. But now I have to make a trip back to H-E-B while I'm in the middle of cooking. I get to the curbside building in the H-E-B parking lot and tell them what happened. And the guy apologizes that he can't find the missing bag of groceries, but that he can go inside and get it. I tell him not to worry about it, tell that I can go in and find them myself. I go inside and let one of the workers know what happened so I don't have to pay for the missing groceries. But she proceeds to gaslight the fuck out of me and make me feel like a criminal for getting my missing groceries. Like, bitch, I already paid for them. Y'all fucked up. Y'all are wasting my time. And I'm trying to be nice by getting them uh, myself instead of wasting your employees' time again. I even have the receipt to show exactly what was missing. When it's all said and done, after 25 minutes of talking to different store employees, I finally have my missing items. But oh my God, why? Why was that so awful? Thanks for listening. Hope you and your guests have a fabulous day. Dusty Slate, what do you think? Well, I think that if you work in a grocery store and you can't grocery shop, mm. you got to you got to get it. Like, obviously, somebody has to grocery shop for this guy or, yeah. or girl. I don't know who it is, but it's like you got to get it together. And well, it's too hot in Texas to be bothered by this. This is annoying because it's back to what we were talking about with taking the loss, with saying, you know, I screwed up. This person's only mad because you running around the store with a receipt in the sky is, hey, everybody, that person fucked up and they don't want to hear it. 
they if they were smart, they would go up to you and go to hush you up, to go up to you. Give me the receipt. I'll quietly go around. You wait here. I'll make this happen. This was my because what they've done instead of going this was my fault, you wait here. They denied it. So now this has become a louder thing. So now everyone's mad. The person who doesn't have their stuff, the person who screwed up and now watches the person going up to every employee and now telling every employee, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get one of my bags. Who's in charge of that? And they go, that person that's fucking mad. You know, and the other thing is you could see in their email, they get more Texas as they get more angry in the email. So they're making this person have to go into the stores. They even wrote, um, like, bitch, I already paid for them. Y'all fucked up. Y'all wasted my time. I'm trying to be nice. You know, like, they the went to y'all. The y'all more fired up you get. Yes. Yeah. They y'all yeah, you know, Do they really have a problem with people shoplifting chicken broth and tomato paste? <laughs> yeah, what's, I mean, what's, who's coming back in with the receipt? This big grift. What is this? Yeah, what Ocean's Eleven team <laughs> is here to get the tomato paste? Right. Yeah. It, I, it, yeah, I, I understand this. I mean, yeah, that's why I just do my own grocery shopping because you can't you can't trust people out here now. It, it's also a little embarrassing to say out loud the things that you want on the grocery list. There's something to that. Where it's like, I know what I want at the store, but I don't want to say it out loud. Like, I, I eat these protein bars, okay, as a snack. Like, I'll, I'll wake up, I'll have uh, an egg for breakfast, then I'll get to, like, when I'm hungry, I'll have a protein bar, and then I'll have dinner. That's, like, my eating routine. And when I get a bunch of protein, I don't want to say to someone, yeah, I got 30 protein bars. Someone's like, why are you getting 30 protein bars? Well, that's how I eat. I don't know. I can't fucking... Stop myself from eating if I have a sandwich at midday because I'd have a thousand pe- chips. So now I'm in this pro. You know, like you almost have to explain too much. What's the tomato paste for? It's like, I don't know. I use tomato paste. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to explain why you're buying your groceries. Never. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Dusty Slay. At Dusty Slay on Instagram and TikTok. This, the the stand-up, season three. Go, go, go. Go watch Dusty's episode. Make it a part of your queue. Luxury Lounge. Airport food options. Okay. Jared, huge fan of your podcast and your stand-up listening. You always brightens my week. My complaint is about my own my current airport food options. I live in a West Coast city, and I'm close to a pretty big international airport. I love to travel, and I spend a lot of time flying out of this airport. I usually try to arrive at the airport with just enough time to get through security. TSA pre-check, of course. Maybe grab a snack and then board my plane. I don't like to have a lot of time sitting around before my flight. Well, today I arrived at the airport, and as I'm going through security, I get the notification that my flight is delayed two hours. As annoying as it is, it's okay because I'll have some good food options while I'm waiting, right? Wrong. The best option I can find uh, that isn't a 40-minute venture into another part of the airport is a barbecue takeout place. Seriously. Who wants to deal with the messiness of barbecue while at the airport? Do I really want to be seen sitting alone in an airport eating barbecue ribs with sauce all over my face and hands while I wait out my flight delay? No, thank you. Airport food should be both delicious and not messy, in my opinion. Instead, I opted for a very basic sandwich from Starbucks in order to avoid the absolute mayhem that would be eating barbecue in an airport. What do you think, Dusty Slay? Well, I got I have I have an agreement and and uh, my agreement is that airport airport food options are weak. I mean, weak. once in a while you find a good one. The Dallas airport's pretty good, but depending on what part of the airport you're in. But on the other hand, uh, when I find a barbecue restaurant, I'm like, oh, I found a good spot. Well, but I'm maybe a little too Alabama for it. Well, here's the thing. Let me agree with you, and then. I'm going to disagree with you because I'll say this. The barbecue joint is needed for a certain customer. It's the hungover. It's the drunk. It's the I don't give a shit about my body because I just tore my body apart during a weekend. That exists for a certain customer. And the one thing about the barbecue place is that it should they basically should do my problem with the barbecue place is they they don't they should be 
checking people as they leave to make sure they have no barbecue to bring with them on the plane. They should be checking people at the barbecue place as if they're going through TSA pre again and they have a water. Do you know what I'm talking about? Because you can't bring – because these people, they bring the barbecue. I'm okay. You want to go to the airport feeling hungover? I get it. Do, Do your mess in the pig pen. Do it in the slop. Don't bring, yes. don't make your problem my problem. You're going to be a sweaty mess. You're going to be a hungover mess on the plane. Don't do it with barbecue. Yeah, not on the plane. I mean, I like fried chicken and I like barbecue, but I don't want either on the plane. No, and I don't want it next to me on the plane, and I don't want to smell it from the back of the plane because now we're getting a mix of you know regular smell with your hungover barbecue garbage smell. Now, if you're going to have a barbecue place, I agree with the emailer. You have to have a, a, an, a, an even ratio of garbage to clean. The, the problem is that all these airport places, it's like I've given up on my life or I'm going to eat like a mouse who only eats at Starbucks. I don't care about any food whatsoever. Yes, absolutely. Because the Starbucks, the minute you're eating a sandwich from Starbucks is the minute you're you, the thought crosses your mind, what am I doing on this earth? What am I doing? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating a sandwich from Starbucks. I don't have the confidence to go get some barbecue right now because I'm worried about my body for a pool party that's never going to happen. So I'm sitting here having a turkey sandwich from Starbucks because I'm trying to stay quote unquote healthy. And I don't even know if this is that much healthier than the barbecue I would have gotten. But this actually makes me feel better because I'm not going to have to diarrhea my, my pants afterwards. Like, this is the problem. Right. Sure. There's bar- There's no barbecue sauce on my face, but now my body's digesting cardboard. Yes. And it's like they put us in this position where it's all or nothing at the airport. We just want a sensible option. I want to be able to get a you know chicken on a salad. Grilled if I the idea that I can't find grilled chicken on a salad at a at a at, at a airport is insane to me and I should be able to have a clean vodka drink with it from a place that makes me feel good about flying because flying is a physical sport. Yeah, none of the airport options make sense. And I, you know what? I think the reason that I like a barbecue place is because there are no options. Yes. When I see a barbecue place, I'm like, thank goodness it's not a McDonald's or a Ruby Tuesday, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. or a TGI Fridays. I'm yeah. so happy that I, I, it feels local to me. And, and, and here's the other thing, and that's what they're playing off of. It feels local to you. They do this, you know, there's no barbecue pit in 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 Terminal B, like <laughs> right, right, right. This is garbage too. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a smoker. There's no guy no. out there turning a pig. No, J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Dusty Slay at Dusty Slay on Instagram and TikTok. Go follow, go follow Luxury Lounge. Stop making every good thing a quote unquote thing. Jared, love what you're putting out. I watch it all. Podcasts, live screams, and soon-to-be stand-up in Denver. Can't wait to come to Denver. I've, ne- I've never done stand-up in Denver. I'm very excited. Here's my complaint. People taking a good thing and forcing it to happen again, like a, like a reoccurring event on my calendar. I recently had my sister and her boyfriend over for drinks two Sunday nights in a row. We had a great time. Because of that, now she wants us all to commit to Sunday night drinks every week. Ooh, my dad's going to love this complaint. I also got manicures with a girlfriend on a Saturday morning. Again, we had a wonderful time catching up. At the end of it, she tries to get me to commit to doing it again in two weeks and says we should do this every other Saturday. No, I love my friends, but can't we just have a good time together and leave it at that? Sign someone who doesn't have the time for everything to become a quote-unquote thing. What do you think, Dusty Slay? Chances are I probably didn't want to come anyway but now that we've done it one time it was a relief that it was fun but now we want to do it again now we got to do it every week yeah this is about exactly what you're talking about this is about i can i don't want to be unhappy so this regular fine moment in life i know is now a bottom of the of, of of the graph as bad as it could get. Now I know that this hangout is the is is the 
is I can have a good hangout so that I never have to worry about it being a bad hangout. So let's fill up the calendar with mediocre times so that we never have to feel bad times, but in we also never feel great times for that as well. My dad has been saying this my whole life. He would always say, you can never repeat. You can never you you had a fun time on that vacation. That was a fun time on vacation. You're going to try and come back and you're going to go remember when we did this and remember when we did that. It takes away the new that can come from the new experience and you're only doing that because you just don't want to have you want no bad experiences. Yeah, it's even like that with stand up, you know, you go up, you have a fun crowd work moment and then you go, "Ooh, are off the cuff and you go, "Ooh, I want to repeat that." And you try to do yeah. it the next show. It doesn't work but you always want to repeat the magic. But it was a magic moment. It doesn't keep coming back. That's right. We're trying to redo spells on our times. And it's and it truly is. I do think it is our anxieties about having bad times. And so we're just yes. like, oh, no. I got to make sure I just repeat that time over and over again, and I'll never feel a bad time again. Now my Sundays are full with something I can look forward to instead of nothing at all or something that could go wrong. Yeah, it's like TV shows and movies. It's like, you know what? People like comic books. Let's mm. make every movie about comic books. <laughs> yeah. That way we never have to worry about people not liking them. Yeah, and, and Star I, Wars was a fun three movies. Let's make it nine and then several TV shows. And force our kids to like Star Wars so that I never have to watch a new thing ever again that might disappoint me. But the thing is, it's if you want to play in traffic, you got if you want to get hit, you got to go play in traffic if you want to get hit. So you got to like we have to give in. And it's very much our age group. We're the Google generation. We Google things before we go. We make sure we know the dish we're getting before we get to the restaurant because we never have want to have a moment that could be, be you know, beneath our standard. So we just walk through life with these. We're we're we're, we're it's like we're not. Maybe we won't taste a bad strawberry, but we'll never get a sweet, delicious, good strawberry. We're just gonna have mediocre strawberries if we go through life this way, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, if you go to a restaurant and you enjoy it, you're like, let's go to this restaurant every day. Eventually, you'll hate it. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Dusty Slay. At Dusty Slay on TikTok and Instagram. Go follow the stand-up season three. It is out right now. Let's do, we'll do a couple more, then we'll do a screenshot one. Is that okay? Yeah, this is great. I'm sorry. Every uh, my complaint about my equipment must have been heard by my equipment. And now they're like, you know what? You don't like the way we work. How about nothing works? Well, my gonna... Wi-Fi's my Wi-Fi is crashing. I had to get a I got a different camera, a different computer, a Listen, different microphone. By the time this comes out, they're not going to know. This is the beauty of we're going to okay, send good. it into the okay, shop. Good. We're going to send this podcast into the shop. The boys are going to stitch it up and make it feel right. So if you're listening right now, we've had some technical difficulties and Dusty has worked through them, but we're back in the lounge. The lounge is okay. Luxury lounge, American Eagle missed delivery. Jared, feather, feather, long time, first time. I just got off the phone with the customer service agent. I cried, and the only thing I could think to do was send this issue to the luxury lounge. On February 1st, I ordered some jeans from American Eagle. I noticed the tracking wasn't working, so I chatted customer service on February 7th. They told me my package had already been delivered. It hadn't. They told me I had to wait until February 9th to report it missing. Today, February 10th, I told them it was still missing, and they refunded me to my original payment method. But my original payment method was an e-gift card. Did they send me a replacement e-gift card? No. They mailed me a physical gift card. I called customer service, and they said there's nothing we can do. So now I have to wait five to seven business days for my gift card to arrive before I can reorder the same jeans. I hope they're worth the wait. This is horrible. You can't, you got to, what do you think, Dusty? Well, you know, I, I hate this. Customer yeah. service has, is an, at an all time low. I ordered some cigars online. They told me we don't have them in stock, but we can put you on a waiting list. I said, <laughs> okay, no problem. I don't, I'm, I'm patient. I don't, I'm not worried about it. And then, uh, but I, after a few months, I emailed them. I was just like, hey, I just kind of want to check the status of the cigars. A few months? And, <laughs> what are they, growing the tobacco? Yeah. 
Yeah. And they go, I said, I just want to check the status. They go, you know what? They were taking too long. So we just canceled your order. Excuse me. Right. Right. I went back and forth with them. I'm like, no big deal that you canceled it. I want it. Just put me back in my place in line. They could not get it. I went somewhere else, ordered the cigars. They were there in two weeks. Yeah, this is this. The the issue is and it's not even the customer. We've gotten rid of so many customer service people. We've made it all automated that now it's like one person at the phone. The, the, I just every time I call customer service, I imagine it's one person in a closet that's just surrounded by phones because they're the only one left. It's only one person <laughs> yeah. and they're dealing. They, they're like, I, I would help you, but the machines are in charge now. And it's like this person who goes, I returned an e-gift card. Give me the e-gift card. That should be easy. Email it to me right now. I'll reorder right now. They're willing to play ball with you and they go, we just can't do that. And it's like, no, no, no. You are in an e-gift card world now. I have come to this world for you. And then the minute they go, you know, the minute they, they haven't thought of something, they go, oh, well, that's your fault. You're going to have to deal with it. Like, we are the ones that are always making the change. And it, this is what bothers me about the metaverse. Like, we're the ones that they're like, yeah, you got to get used to the metaverse. That's the new world now. It's like, for who? For who? Why, why am I, why do I have to get rid of the, get used to the metaverse? Why don't you not, why don't we not go there? Why don't we just stay where we are, where there's jobs and physical buildings and there's a salad guy downstairs who makes money because people have to go into work instead of getting rid of the salad guy because we want to make a metaverse so that nerds don't have to have human interactions every day. Yeah, I think all corporations are owned by like two people and they're like, oh, you don't <laughs> like the customer service? Go to one of my other stores. Yeah. Go to one of my other corporations. It have doesn't heard matter. American Eagles, like, have you heard of... Um, Eagle American or Abercrombie and Fitch. We own those too. Yes. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. I love this one. <clears throat> we'll do two more. Is that okay, Dusty? That sounds great. Okay, here we go. Luxury lounge. Whistling should be illegal. Jared, your podcast is quite literally the only thing that helps me keep my sanity to and from work. Thanks for all you do. I'm sitting right now across from a coworker who won't fucking stop whistling. I am annoyed for them right away. Like they're sitting across from a coworker fucking whistling like they're working on the on the railroad. What's going on? It's currently 6.45 a.m. 6.45 a.m. They're in Whistletown and I'm half a cup of coffee in and I want to set the room on fire. Why do people think it's okay to, uh, to whistle out loud in public? First of all, it's the most annoying sound to ever to exist the uh, ex to ever ex exit the human body. We are not birds, so it's not like we need a mating call. Secondly, the shape of people's mouths when whistling is the most repulsive thing to look at. I totally agree. Didn't even think of this. Thank you for providing a safe space for this complaint. It is much cheaper for me than therapy. Sincerely, whistling should be punishable by death. Whistle while we work? Uh-uh. What do we think, Dusty Slay? Well, my internet's bad and I missed a lot of that, but all I hear is that there's somebody whistling at work and I hate it. Hey, like, don't like, don't be that jolly. Don't be coming in happy like that. Put yes. some headphones on. If you want to listen to whistling, listen to it. Don't make me hear it. Well, you're, you're exactly right. It is them doing waving a flag of look how happy I am. Nobody's whistling who hates themselves or hates their life. But they this person does hate their life. They're they're miserable too. They're they're at work at 6:45 in the morning. They would rather not be at work at 6:45 in the morning. I can promise you that. So they're sitting there like whistling to let everyone know everything's fine. You know, it's the person that tells you they're fine too much and you go, "You're not fine." Like this person could be a killer. Like to me this is the most insane person in the office is the person that has to sit there and whistle all day. Whistle while we work. Do 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 do. do. I'm going crazy. I'm insane. I'm going to kill everyone here. Like that's what they're singing to themselves. Yeah, they jump off a bridge later and everybody goes, "Oh, I had no idea they whistled every day." <laughs> well, yeah, they're the ones that show up to the to the office to you know and then and you go, "How's everything at home?" and you find out that their their wife has been chained in their basement for 16 years. Like this is this is a crazy person. This is an awful person. And to me, I would keep an eye on them. I would have secure I, I would report them to security. Uh, yes.
Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like this is this yeah. is a yeah, psycho why you work. Yeah, it's a fairy tale. It's not reality. You know, <laughs> the Ying Yang twins had a song when I was in high school called Whistle While You Twerk. You know, no yeah. one was doing that either. <laughs> if someone was whistling while they twerked, you'd be like, oh, God, um, this person is enjoying this too much. There's something wrong. The, the This person had no parenting. They were raised by wolves. This is awful. Yeah, you're mixing up genres, too. You're whistling and twerking. That doesn't go together. There's no rap songs with whistling that I'm aware of. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com here with Dusty Slay. I sent you an email, Dusty, uh, during our technical difficulties. Um, do you have that in front of you? I do have the email. Okay, let me get to that email. This one, it's a screenshot email. Okay. Pointless customer survey. So this is like a customer service episode, so to speak. Jared, I love the Luxury Lounge. It's always my favorite podcast of the week. Well, thank you. My latest complaint, I am constantly bombarded with surveys from companies and service providers. It seems like every time I purchase an item, the company sends a survey. If I talk to customer service, I'm asked to rate my experience. These surveys clog my inbox, text messages, and phone notifications. Aside from the annoyance, my biggest issue is this. Does anyone actually read the survey feedback? I have yet to notice any major upgrades to the consumer experience. And do they really want to know how likely I am to recommend their product to my friends and family? Companies need to stop pretending they care and stop asking for feedback attached are screenshots from surveys i've received in the past few weeks including the doctor who recently did my husband's vasectomy what that's wow. crazy hey just want to hear how is the snip snip like what that's crazy because apparently we're even rating surgical procedures via the internet now well hold on the vasectomy one we will Okay, the vasectomy one, the, the husband has no idea how his service on the vasectomy goes. If, you know, all he'll know is, if, can, I, can, I, can I stop wearing a condom? I, you know, he'll know if he doesn't, you don't get pregnant. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, uh, compared to the other vasectomies I've had, this one was real good. Yeah, right. And it has the picture of the doctor. I mean, we'll blur some information out here. Please provide your anonymous rating to help Center for Urologic Care of blank improve your experience. I mean, and the doctor just looks like he's judging you. This he, The doctor literally is looking, is, the eyes are piercing. Like, you better tell everyone I was great or I will let everyone know your gun don't work anymore. <laughs> this is crazy and, and it's like if you're giving the lowest rating you're probably also looking for a lawyer yeah that's right you have bigger issues than i gotta make sure this guy's yelp has has gone down the tubes here's the thing when you do something you are check here's the problem with customer service when you get something done, you check it off your list. You are relieved. It is over. These customer surveys come at you a day later, and you're like, no, that's off the list. I'm done with this. I don't want to see it anymore. And they're reminding you of something that you may have to do again. No, the task is over. I, that's a waste of my time. I'm done with you. Me not complaining is a good rating for how you did the work. Yeah, in my experience, when somebody wants a survey, they rarely want a survey about the company. They want a survey about the person I've talked to. They're always mm. like, how would you rate your customer service employee? It's like, I want a survey on the company because I wouldn't be having to talk to this employee if I was happy with the with the company. Yeah, it, it's it's truly not, they're not doing anything different. They don't get back to you and go, hey, they don't listen. If they go back to you and they go, hey, um, Luann that you dealt with, she got a raise because of you. That would be if, if I got a, a, a thank you note. Hey, your review is the reason that, you know, Beatrice can send their kids to college because they got a raise and they entered into our management program. Ah, that then I'm OK with it. But this whole right. thing. Xfinity here, please provide feedback on all of these things are to fire people, not hire people. 
Right. Exactly. They don't want to know about their company. They want to know no. who can we fire because <laughs> things have gone wrong. Who fucked up? Who is the reason that people are leaving Xfinity? They don't, I don't hear from any of these people, uh, you know what, they had a perfect rating, and for that reason, I became the CEO of Xfinity. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah, and, you know, it's like my complaint with Xfinity is that my internet is not working good, not that the guy <laughs> that hooked it up did a bad job. No, this is, and, and at that point, who are you going to go to? You don't know. At, at that point, there's no one to go to. It's just it's just Wi-Fi in the sky. You're just blaming. You're praying to the gods this thing will come back when you plug it and unplug it and plug it in again. Yeah, and it probably won't. Chances are it's all broken <laughs> and everything sucks. Podcast at gmail.com. Uh Luxury Lounge, Dusty Slay, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic. We're going to stitch it together. It's going to sound like nothing even went wrong. Well, thank you for having me. This has been the most stressful podcast because of me, <laughs> not because of you, because of me. Everyone go follow Dusty and go follow him on TikTok and Instagram at Dusty Slay, the stand-up season three, episode five. Make it a night. It's a fantastic special. You're all going to love it. Dude, thank you for coming on. Yeah, make it a night. Make it a thing. Do it every Sunday. Leave a review. Take a survey. Tell me what you think. You know, Love eat it. some barbecue while you're doing it. It's going to be a great time. Uh, people, we're in the lounge every Thursday. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Title of the Luxury Lounge. We'll be back next week. Boom.